Hello, my name is Delmer Eldred, and I want to welcome you to an interview with Bill Ogden. He resides in Clearfield, Pennsylvania. He is the promotional coordinator for Tactical Civics. And Bill, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Delmer. And uh, Bill, basically, what uh, what is um, a, a promotional coordinator? What is the duties of a well, uh, I get to do phone interviews with the click tap voice. That'd be first on the list. Uh, I'm one of the two official spokespeople for Tactical Civics. I reach out to podcasters, broadcasters, and journalists of all types to uh, expand our message. It has been uh, labeled the quote-unquote air game, uh, which is complementary to our seminar culture of bringing people on board. Those are the principal things I'm busy with currently. Well, Bill, would you say uh, basically the mission of tactical civics is to rescue America from the destructive, tyrannical government that we're seeing right now? We have a, an 11 minute video that I'm sure you've seen. It's available at tacticalcivics.com. Uh, right before you push the red button, you can watch the video and and learn a little bit about us. And the word in there that I really like is restore. We're going to restore what we used to have, what was designed. You know, I'm from the farm, and we have all sorts of things in the barn that we could restore someday, a fan mill or a horse-drawn cultivator, stuff like that. And uh, restore means we've got it. We've had it in the shed. We're going to bring it in. We're going to clean it up, lube it up, and put it back into service because it was good before and it'll be good again. And that's our Republic. The people that designed the Republic gave us the documents so we'd know how to keep it running. And um, there's been some neglect, some abuse perhaps uh, in the declaration, they call it abuses and usurpations, but we're simply going to restore what we were always supposed to have. That's how I describe it. Well, I have to agree with you. That 11-minute video is priceless. It is. Um, it really uh, condenses everything that uh, needs to be said, I guess, for uh, the situation that we are in in this country right now. And uh, I mean, we are in a. America is really in a dark time, I believe. And tactical civics is about the only solution that's going to uh, really take us back to where we should be. I listen to a lot of new people, uh, and uh, I ask them their their story. They're quite, you know, how'd you hear about us? What'd you like about us? And what it caused you to join or up your commitment? And I hear the same thing. I was looking for a solution. I knew something was amiss, and I was trying to figure out what was causing it and how we could fix it. And then I found Tactical Civics. And that's my story. It's really just about everybody's story, because when they hear the solutions, as articulated in the book, The Great We Set, as articulated on our training center, as articulated in the 11-minute video, uh, there's an old expression, truth is sweet to the ears. And boy, that stuff's just all sweet. You have an aha moment. Okay, now we know what to do to fix it. Let's get busy. Well, you know, uh, I was over the road trucker for a lot of years, and that was before tactical civics. But 
And, and I mean, it didn't make much difference where you were at in most places, warehouses and stuff. When you're talking to people and anything about the government comes up, corruption and, and lies, you know, that that was a really the probably the main topic uh, when that came up, that how corrupt our government is. And it's worse now than it was then. But, you know, thank goodness Tactical Civics has uh, started developing a following that is going to... Um, take control <laughs> take control of our corrupt government i hope so but Amen. Any, <laughs> anyway uh do you think that the, you know that the the step by step these uh, a lot of these people have fallen into the corruption in dc even some people that had good intentions that uh don't realize that they have um you know they they've gone in with the they they hitched their horse to the wrong wagon basically. Well, that's my fault. You know, I I failed to supervise. There's uh, there's two points to hiring people. One is to hire good people, and you want to go through a, a a process of checking out their references and resume and qualifications. Then you want to bring them in and talk to them a little bit. Art skills are what's on paper. Soft skills are how they work people you want to get to know that and we want to hire the right folks that's what elections are about hiring the right folks but then we got to supervise them you cannot simply cut somebody loose and say well good luck we'll see you in four years and you know hopefully you'll do a good job for us if you need anything don't call me there's somebody down there will tell you well that's that's never going to work that was never going to work and as far as uh, them getting in trouble, I used to be an agriculture teacher, and I coined the phrase that if the teacher's out of the classroom long enough, even a good kid's going to whip an eraser every now and if you leave them unsupervised, they're going to get into mischief. Have you ever raised teenagers? It's really not any different. You know, you got to give them guidance and you hope that they follow it, but you need to spot check them at least every now and then. And I'll just throw in one more story that illustrates it in my head maybe nobody else's but mine uh back in the late 30s early 40s when my dad was a kid the county fair was in town and he was told he had a quarter he'd saved up a quarter which you know you could go and get all kinds of things a cotton candy and a candy apple and maybe ride the ferris wheel a quarter went a long way back in those days but uh, they had to before they could walk to town throw that in there they had to take the hoe and go down to the cornfield, which wrapped around the hillside. And they had to hoe all the weeds in that cornfield. And uh, he said it took us all week. We finished up at noon on Saturday. So we still had the afternoon. We could go to the county fair. We were at the house having a bite of lunch. And he said the sickest feeling I ever had in my life was looking down and seeing my dad walk that cornfield. You've got a right to expect what you're willing to inspect and dad and my granddad was doing the inspection. That's the part that tactical civics is coaching us up on. When they talk about the responsible remnant doing the chores, the chores really involve the oversight inspection, the proctoring, the supervision of the people we hire to fulfill our government roles. And uh, it's common sense. You know, I have another fellow say common sense ain't too common. Well, it is for farm people, entrepreneurs, uh, most folks with their feet under them. Who, uh, if you ever had a dog, a cat, if you ever had a, a calf, 
or uh, a pet of any kind, a garden, anything you had to take care of, you start to understand chores and responsibility. The government is our responsibility to take care of, not to hire somebody and turn them loose and hope for the best. Well, the uh, yeah, in, in school, my favorite subject was history. And uh, I thought I... Uh, had a pretty good understanding of history until you said, like the Great Reset. I mean, had we had that book been taught in uh, school, especially in high schools, we wouldn't even have the problems with government we have today because they would have a complete understanding of how the government was meant to work. And it was, you know, that the, like you say, we the people are the boss. Yes, sir. Um, I used to, when I'd speak places, I'd say everybody wants someone else to do the work. You know, at school, we just figure if we get the kid on the bus for 12 years, they'll get discharged as a good citizen, knowing everything they need to know. And uh, that has proven over time to be untrue. And so my remedy is, if you want your kids or grandkids to know something, you should probably be the one to tell them, or else they may not know. It's probably folly to expect government-funded schools to tell the students that information which is necessary to control and oversee the government-funded schools. Uh, and so that's really up to uh, uh, vertical par uh, families, parents, grandparents, so on, to bring the kids in and have a discussion. You know, this is how things are done. Um, <clears throat> it comes back to me again to being responsible. If I expect the teachers to do it, I guess I'm expecting someone else to do the work. So I'll just see to it it's done myself. Well, that's, you know, like you, and I'm just, I'm probably just as guilty as anybody. I didn't ever uh, really take a hard stand and what was going on with our government, take a look at it until I was working with this guy and he immigrated from Russia and uh, he I, I believe he memorized the Constitution. I could not believe what he, the amount of history and how he said, why aren't we doing what we're supposed to be doing? And I was, you know, <laughs> I was put away, but this guy comes from a communist country and he knew more about how our country was supposed to be uh, work and uh, what our Constitution said than I ever, than I ever knew, so... You know, yep. it's it's just amazing that we have, uh, you know, we are the we are the freest country, or we're the freest country in the world, and the people that uh, have to maintain their freedoms have forgot how, you know, or never learned how. Basically, yeah. freedom to Americans is like water to a fish; they don't really miss it till it's gone. You know, they've just always had it. It's surrounded them the whole time, and they take it for, for granted. And that's been us in many cases. And taking it for granted is just not paying attention to that which we're supposed to pay attention to. You know, I was uh, on a different program, and uh, I had uh, my hat and coat on because I was out fixing fence while I was on the program. I have people that maintain the fences, but they were busy or whatever, and the horses had been getting out. Well, if I'm the owner and I'm the steward of the whole place, the responsibility falls to me to see to it that the fences are fixed. Whether I get someone else to do it or whether I have to do it myself is immaterial. 
it falls to me to make sure those horses are in. And again, government, the public schools, it's all the same way. It falls to me to oversee them. If you know, my uh, my coach used to have a thing emblazoned on the wall. He said, "If it's to be, it's up to me." Well, that's that's part of being an American. That's what that friend of yours from Russia figured out. Why aren't you people doing this? <laughs> well, we're. We, uh, I think Jefferson said, the man who expects to be ignorant and free in a state of civilization never was and never can be. And our ignorance is our own problem, but we are our own solution. And so when you find tactical civics, you're invited to read the great we set. When you're invited on to the Zoom studies, you can take advantage of that information, the Sunday night call, and begin learning that which we should have known. So it's remedial. But the good news is once we learn it, we can pass it on and help build a culture of responsible citizenship. Well, Bill, I think a lot of times or one of the biggest downfalls in this country was people started voting for whoever promised them the most. And, you know, it's it's like now uh, when you start talking constitution and everything, because these people are so dependent on the government why, uh, I don't know, I guess they think you're a conspiracy theorist. I mean, if you tell them the truth, <laughs> if you tell them the truth, they think you're some kind of a conspiracy guy. So, Yeah, that's a that's a quote. It might be de Tocqueville, I'm not sure, but people will remain free right up to the point where they realize they can vote themselves money from the public coffers. And that's always a pitfall. Um, I suppose... Uh, the uh, American values of self-sufficient, self-reliant, self-sustaining, uh, I'll take care of myself, those who have gone by the boards. There was a court case. Uh, 1917 was a pivotal year in America. We did four things. We uh, changed the way we vote for the senators. Uh, that was the 17th Amendment. We uh, established the Federal Reserve uh, so that we could steal your money. We... Uh, uh, it'll come to me in a minute. But the fourth one is the Butler case was started in 1917. And the Butler case was over the welfare clause in the Constitution. And the offshoot of it is that, oh, the income tax was 1917. So and so far, we're not doing well. The Butler case said uh, general welfare and special welfare. Special welfare is good for the individual. General welfare is good for everybody. And the Butler case said, well, if it's good for the individual, it is good for everybody. And that's most of government spending now is for this special interest or that special interest under the guise of being good for the whole country, which it's not. They were never supposed to do that. It's unconstitutional. But we failed to oversee it, and so we must do those things necessary to turn that around. And we can. We can fix it. There's nothing here we can't fix if we set our minds to it. We've proved that over and over. So Tactical Civics has a uh, a marathon coming up on uh, January 30th. Uh, what is? Uh, can you give us some details on that? I can tell you what I know about it. Um, there are three individuals we've worked with a lot in the podcast world. Scott McKay, a.k.a. the Patriot Street Fighter, Ann Vandersteel, um, happening now with Ann Vandersteel is her podcast channel, and recently Pete Santilli of the Pete Santilli Show, and um, Jeff Calhoun, who is our other 
uh, spokesperson and is also one of our top trainers uh, within the organization. Spent about three hours with Scott and Ian explaining some of the depth and nuance of what we do at Tactical Civics. And as their uh, baseline of knowledge rose, their excitement and enthusiasm rose. And Ian, as a guest on the Pete Santilli show, uh, happened to promote Tactical Civics. And Pete grabbed on. There's a regular slot now every Thursday. Tactical Civics is on. Uh, he joined. He's actually a member of Tactical Civics, as is Ian Vandersteel. But the three of them together, uh, and you talk about movement of the Holy Spirit, the three of them together and simultaneously came to the conclusion that tactical civics is the solution for the problems in America. And since it's the solution, they bonded on to the first uh, phase. Number one, grow your organization. We have specific numerical goals we want to hit so that we can move forward and restore the country. And so they want to spread the word to help people find tactical civics. On January 30th, they, it's theirs, it's not, it doesn't belong to us, it's theirs, they are running a marathon, uh, the goal of which is to point people towards tactical civics. Don't know who the guests are all going to be, but the constant recommendation is going to be go to tacticalcivics.com, push the uh, red button, and join us. Get the information and help us with this project if you're so led. So how do uh, they get uh, so they can watch or listen to the marathon? Uh, They go to tactical civics or what? What, the simple way is to, is to uh, find the link for uh, the Patriot Street Fighter. Uh, he has a Telegram channel, an Instagram channel. You know how it is. That folks have all those channels. Yeah. Or uh, the Ann Vandersteel Show or the Pete Santilli Show and bridge off of that. There will be other avenues to, uh, to find this marathon, but those are the three simplest ones. Uh, on any of those uh, uh, media channels, you can find a text link to sign up for updates and so on. If that's something you're interested in. Well, Bill, I just really appreciate your time today and filling us in on basically what we're looking at at tactical civics. It's going to, like you say, restore America. And is there anything else you'd like to add? I would add that there's a fellow named Rob Lane who has produced music uh, and video Uh, called the County Grand Jury that captures the heart of what we're doing. If you go to Rob Lane or Rob Lane Music on the YouTube, you can see the video, find it almost anywhere. You can download it at any music source, iTunes, Amazon Music. And I strongly encourage people to do that. If it speaks to you, download the song. It'll help us grow the mission, and it'll be a, a good lever to share with somebody else to help them get the flavor of what we're doing. Uh, We are at tacticalcivics.com. We're looking for people to join us and help us restore the Republic. And I sure appreciate you having me on today, Delmer. Well, I'm glad you agreed to come on because uh, what you've said is very important information and I appreciate you doing it. We've been talking with uh, Bill Ogden. He is a promotional coordinator for Tactical Civics. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, sir.